everybody and welcome into a new episode of the Nick State of Mind podcast. Matt Castillo here with Chip Murphy. Uh, and, you know, playoffs still going on, obviously. Uh, and I got to be honest, I haven't watched much of the playoffs. I, I think I've tuned in, Chip, like the fourth quarter of both conference finals. But I haven't watched much basketball since the Knicks have got eliminated. It, it hurts too much. Hard to watch. Uh, I, I enjoy I enjoyed Game Seven of Milwaukee and Brooklyn. That made that made me feel real good about my life again. Uh, watching uh, the the Nets go home, and the twelve fans. Uh, Macri makes a joke about it all the time about their twelve fans that they went home disappointed. Uh, so that made that made me feel pretty good too. Uh, but no, I, I really haven't watched too much of it. Now the conference finals, like I've said, I've watched every game, but in the fourth quarter, I haven't watched the first three quarter. I don't care. And if I see that it's a blowout like last night was and a few other games, I don't bother tuning back in at all. Uh, so my mind is kind of in the off season right now, you know, as, as we transition into that and the Knicks got things coming up. But of course, this is also that part of every year where I always say it, we get these rumors. We get these, uh, you know, constant headlines of this player's disgruntled, Knicks need a star. It's, it's the same thing year in, year out. But, you know, we hear the latest reports on Damian Lillard um, that supposedly he's not happy with Portland. He's done. He wants out of there. He wants to move on. You know, right off the bat, I can see why he wants out of Portland. I mean, it's the same thing every year for him. They're, they're a competitive team in the West, but they're not a true title contender. I, I know they came fairly close a couple of years ago, um, but it, it's kind of the same thing. They're a good team. They just simply just don't have enough, and they can't seem to get that piece to get them over that hump. Uh, so they – you know, this, this year being eliminated, they fired the coach already. I think Chauncey Billups is now there – their coach out in Portland. Uh, So, so much transition and it's still reports are saying that he's looking to move on. So of course that links the New York Knicks to him because the Knicks want a superstar. Uh, Thibodeau has said it earlier in the season that, you know, we need superstars. That's kind of how this league works. Uh, So of course it's, it's one of those things that they kind of just link together. Uh, And I know Bleacher Report chip, had a uh, you know a, a trade proposal that could work for Portland. I've seen another one where the Knicks can get another team involved and try to work out a deal that way. Uh, and let's start off with just the latest and Bleacher Reports uh, report over the I think it was a couple of days ago with one of their trade pieces. I think it included like R.J. Barrett, um, IQ, of course, a couple of first round picks. Uh, it, what 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 are your thoughts behind this uh, Damian Lillard latest rumors on this trade? Uh, are you are you for it, or are you kind of on the fence for it, or would you pass on it? That's what we were kind of talking about before we went to recording. We both didn't really reveal our answers. We talked a little bit about it, but uh, Chip, what, what what are your thoughts on this Damian Lillard trade? First of all, my thoughts on the Bleacher Report thing, where it's 
just typical Bleacher Report. Yeah, trying to get a he- trying to get headlines, trying to get clicks. It's nonsense. But my th- initial thoughts on the trade were I acted like a stupid fan. I was like, holy shit, Dame Lillard, whatever it takes, just go get him, whatever. And I, I wasn't thinking about any other implications at all. Let's just go get the superstar, the all-NBA point guard. He's going to be the solution to everything. Go get him right now. I will freely admit it. I was just like, doesn't matter. Throw anything on the table. Anything. Trade whatever it takes to go get him. He's going to fix everything. And as I took time to think about it and listen to people like uh, the Pod Strickland guys, uh, Macri wrote his newsletter, all these other Knicks content creators who are very smart people, I was kind of like, ah, giving up RJ just makes absolutely no sense. And it's not just because we have no idea how good he's going to be yet. And I think he's going to be great. And I love RJ. And I'm obviously, you know, I'm a Duke fan and I am so thrilled to have him on the team, but it's, I'm again, looking ahead like a stupid fan, I guess, but you got the Zion factor there. And if you trade RJ, you're, you're giving up a huge component to possibly recruiting Zion to New York. And we kind of talked about this earlier, but maybe it's a little PTSD from the mellow trade. And I, I tweeted out like there's some Knicks fans who are never going to get over the mellow trade. And I kind of feel that way, but even I was like, shit, I don't want to gut this team for Dame Lillard. And I initially was like, well, we shouldn't have to give up RJ Barrett to get the guy because he's a superstar. Superstars run the league. And if Dame Lillard goes to Portland and says, I want to go to New York, he's going to end up in New York no matter what, which, I mean, that's the way it works. You know, James Harden went to uh, whoever, the I can't think of the Rockets GM's name, Raphael Stone, whatever, and was like, I want to go to Brooklyn. And he just gave him the double middle finger, fuck you. And eventually he got his way. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, Brooklyn, I guess, got it. And then I, then I thought, okay, yeah. And Brooklyn technically did gut the roster to get him though and traded a billion picks to get him. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, you know what? Now that you think about it, there's no possible fucking way we can get Damian Lillard unless we trade RJ Barrett. There's and, no and way. There's absolutely no way. And I was thinking about the same thing, you know, over the last couple of days, pondering uh, Damian Lillard. And obviously when you hear Damian Lillard, I mean, you know, he's a stud. You obviously would love to have him but it's a high cost. And, you know, I look at what Brooklyn did. You know, they have Kyrie, they got Durant, they make that trade for Harden. But I also feel like that's something that, you know, they could do because they're going for it right now, right? They're not building. They're, they're just basically buying right now. Like, it's just the way it is. I think for a team like what they have, and they had, you know, some players that they could send out in order to get them, you know, if it brings a championship or two, it's it's a success for them. If it doesn't, then, oh, boy. But, you know, we're not in that, that kind of situation. And to me, you know, that's – this is something before this report even came out or 
that, you know, you see the odds on Damian Lillard being traded and the Knicks are top of the list. And I feel like that's every single freaking offseason or every single big trade rumor that they put the Knicks at the top, you know, of these odds. And, you know, it, it gets people talking about it. And then obviously it doesn't happen. And then somehow the media tries to turn that, like on a negative thing on the Knicks, how they failed to do something that probably was never true from the beginning. You know what I mean? You're right, but this is different. Well, it's – how so? What what do you mean different? How do you look at this? Leon Rose makes it different, I think. Okay. Okay. Because of how well-connected he is, and World Wide West too, obviously. But I think just having two people in charge like that who – are so like so well connected and know so many people i think well obviously no one is like them has ever been in charge of a basketball team so i just you look at previous people in charge of the organization phil jackson never made any trades because no one liked him you know steve mills never made any trades because he was a business guy he didn't really get along with anybody yeah so it's like if a trade needs to get done Leon Rose isn't going to have a problem getting a trade done because people like him. People respect him. He's going to be able to get a, He's going to be able to get things done. Yeah. You know, he's very highly regarded around the league. And I just have more confidence now in the Knicks being, as you said, like higher, whatever on the totem pole of potential uh, trade targets going to places than I've ever had in years before. Like, just, I guess, and also it's Leon and Wes, but also Tibbs too. I think Tibbs adds, gives them some cachet. He's just, pushing for it. Yeah, you know? his, yeah. Well, he's definitely pushing for it. He was pushing for it before he even coached his first game, I think. Right. <laughs> Guys, I think he, he wanted like, uh, I'm sure he wanted Gordon Hayward, right? He must have wanted Gordon Hayward. Who can blame him? I mean, he's, that's why he's, that's why he's uh, won so many games. He wants the guys who can win him the most games. But, yeah, I'm sure he's pushing for as many uh, superstars as he can possibly get. But you, that's why he's not the GM. You coach, that's why coaches make bad GMs. That's why, that's why somebody else is in charge of the basketball decision-making. But yeah, as far as the Dame stuff goes, it's, it, just, it all comes back to RJ in reality. Because, and it's too much, yeah. And I said – I like I tweeted this out like giving up because the Knicks uh, SNY Knicks account tweeted out a potential trade uh, and like like would you do this and it included like RJ uh, quickly a bunch of picks and I think OB too and I was just like look that's a trade that a championship contender makes giving up a bunch of picks right that has in position and your top two prospects. Right. Like, that's a championship contender trade. Yeah. Like, or at least a borderline one. Like, that's the trade the Nets made get, to get James Harden. And the Knicks are not a championship contender now. And they're not a championship contender if they gut their roster to get Dame and they pair him with Julius Randle. I just don't see that. So, uh, as, as, like I said, I, I calmed down after getting off the, the stupid fan high of potentially getting a, a player that I really love watching and Damian Lillard. And I was like, okay, you know what? Eventually another guy will become available and 
hopefully we can get that guy for something. Yeah, because who knows? But you know what? If there's one thing about the NBA, guys always get pissed off at their teams. <laughs> and another guy will become available after Dame. And, who can blame know, Dame for being pissed at Portland uh, for this whole Chauncey Billups thing? His uh, – the – investigation from right 1997 yeah it's i mean it's the way they handled it so shitty portland they had the that reporter asked the question and then like the pr person stepped in and said we're not answering that or or i guess it was just like if you're gonna stand behind this hire let chauncey talk about it exactly it's really bizarre it's kind of like, and I know I'm changing sports here, but and I know he's not even the coach now because he's back in New England. But when uh, Patricia or Patricia, whatever his name is, uh, oh, uh, the yeah, defensive yeah. coordinator, when the he was Lions. hired by the Lions, he it was a similar thing, and they let him answer it. And it, you know, it was a story, but he kind of answered the questions, and it died down. You know, to do it, yeah, that was a very weird, uh, <laughs> very very weird uh, the way they definitely went about that. Um, might as well just let him get in front of it and squash it. Um, but, you know, back onto this, and, and, and I see what you're saying when you say it could feel a little bit different because these guys are, are, are looking to, uh, you know, they have connections, they, they have relationships with guys that they might have a little bit more pull to kind of make a deal happen. So I, I certainly see what you're saying there. And the point that I was going to, was well before even Damian Lillard and some of these other guys that uh, had their name kind of thrown in there. But it was right after we got eliminated to the Hawks. And, and I've seen so many people that, uh, you know, on social media and people I've talked to, um, you know, discuss we got to – and I think a part of it was emotion after getting eliminated in the playoffs, right? Like the last three games, we simply just weren't very uh, competitive in those games. We kind of got our butts kicked. And it was one of those things where, you know, I think people's emotions took over instead of actually, you know, thinking things through. But they were like, I don't understand why we wouldn't trade some of these younger guys to go get a star. I mean, look at the way we looked the last three games. And it's kind of like, well, number one, these guys are young. Number two, it's the first time a lot of these guys have even – stepped into the playoffs like it was kind of expected and I know the 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 Hawks have a young team but they have some veteran guys and you know look where they're at they're they're in the Eastern Conference Finals so I mean we lost to a team that's in the Eastern Conference Finals that's not a bad team no shame Uh, in losing to the Hawks I think we've seen that you know and and I think that kind of just tells the tale kind of after the fact but th- and again this is just right after it and people are like we got to go ahead and make a, uh, a trade for a star is the point that i'm making here and even if we got to get rid of this guy this guy or first you know future first round picks and the thing that stopped me from going was you know i think some of this struggle in the playoffs is kind of expected and i think it takes a process to learn and i think these guys did learn from that and will be better from this experience, uh, you know, this past season. But, you know, if you make a big move and you make a big trade and you add one of these big guys here, as you mentioned before, it feels very mellow-like. We gave away the foundation of our roster to get Carmelo Anthony. And 
at the end of the day, the team that kind of, uh, you know, the, the team that won that deal really was Denver when it's all said and done. And that's, you know, I think people then now bash Mello because of it. Uh, I don't know so, about that. Well, the, I mean, overall, I mean. Denver way, never teams, made the playoffs with any of those guys. Yeah, well, they had a winning, they had a better record over the span of the years, or at least early on in that trade. I don't know what it was all said and done by the time Mello was done, but I know early on that Denver had – Yeah, this, but this, I loved Gallo. I loved Gallo, but the Danilo right. Gallinari Nuggets didn't do shit compared yeah, to the Mello Knicks. Come on. Yeah, but it, it's the point is they gave away the guys that they could have built around to get it. And that kind of feels like what we have right now. We have some guys that we could build around an IQ, a Barrett. Are we going to send those guys out just to bring? Oh them yeah. Star? Gallinari never looked as good as Barrett just did. Exactly. And, and I mean, if you can't see the clear jump that was made this season from Barrett, I mean, I, people are, right now are going to go, but it's Damian Lillard. Like, you're going to tell me you'd rather have Barrett than Damian Lillard. No, like, I get that Damian Lillard is a thousand times better, but the point is it's about the future. It's not just about right now, and it's about giving up way too much, and that's why I'm kind of on the fence. Like, a part of me goes, it's Damian Lillard, right? Like, it's freaking – we always want that guy that can create his own shot, uh, you know, can create for others and just be that guy, you know, and, and is not afraid of the big moment because he's hit some big shots in the playoffs and, and knocked out some gigantic names in the playoffs and already has some big-time highlights. I know that. But is it worth it trading away the foundation? Can you just keep, keep building that foundation and making it stronger and stronger and then finding a way to get somebody through a free agency? But also right now, I mean, look at this past free agency. It was supposed to be big, but everybody signed. You know, that doesn't mean anything because, like you said, nowadays everybody just gets disgruntled and, and wants out at some point. Yeah, I mean, they'll I mean, just sign a contract and the next year be like, I want out. You know? it's Eventually that's it going to happen. Eventually it someone's going to sign a contract and three months later is going to be like, fuck this. Yeah. I thought I was getting something different. And that, and to me, I think it's just a part of this younger generation. Because that's, I mean, there's reports that Zion's already wanting out of New Orleans. You know what I mean? And he Who can blame have, him? Who I don't blame, blame him? him. I don't blame him at all. I mean, that's He's got the worst GM in the goddamn NBA. It's it's been a total total train wreck, an absolute just disaster the way they handle. I don't blame him at all. But I'm just saying, he's only in his second year. He didn't. He played. I don't even think played 50% of their games their first year as a rookie. He came in, you know what I mean? Like, he hasn't been that many games, but, you know, it's clear that he's going to be a superstar in this league and kind of can pull, you know, th this card and say, I want out. And I, I, it wouldn't surprise me to see them trade him before he becomes a free agent. Uh, you know, it's – so it, it's not – the point that I'm making here is – it may not be as simple as just waiting to a big free agency class and seeing if you can keep your foundation and then bring in a free agent because these guys aren't making it to free agency really anymore. They're kind of being uh, – they're, they're forcing the organization's hands a year or two before they become free agents to be traded somewhere else where they can sign a long-term extension if they're happy wherever they get dealt to, if they're in a, 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 you know, a situation where they can win titles or, or compete for something. So – it's very different 
And that's why I'm kind of on the fence. If you get what I'm trying to say, Chip, it's not as simple as just build. And then let's see if we can add somebody through free agency because people are being traded left and right nowadays. Everybody wants that. Shoot, the NFL has been like that this year. Quarterbacks have been traded all throughout the – you've never seen that. You know, it's it's different. Um, so yeah, that looked where, like Russell Wilson was about to pull an NBA move. Exactly. But even before there's, there was like four different quarterbacks that have been dealt to different teams and it's just, it's happening in all sports. So that's why I'm on the fence. Like Aaron I mean, Rodgers. not have a choice. Yeah. I mean, Aaron he's Rogers. He's threatening to retire before he plays, you know, it's, I, I don't know. That's what's making this so hard is there's a part of me that goes Damian Lewis. Like this guy's a stud. And, and I believe uh, Danny tweeted out something about the Bleacher Report, you know, offer and, and said something about, um, you know, honestly, that's a low-blowing, uh, you know, low-balling low uh, Portland for a deal like that to get Damian Lillard for everything that he's actually worth. And I get what Danny's saying, you know, there when he's talking about that. But at the same time, again, it's like, is it worth giving up that much just to uh, bring in a, a guy. Does it make us like, – we make a deal like that. We bring in Damian Lillard, and it's Damian and, and Julius Randle as your two main guys. Is that enough to win a ring? No. I don't think so. No, of course not. That's what I'm saying. So, like, is it is it worth it? Is there another way around it? I don't know. I mean, of course I would love to have Damian Lillard on the team, but it's not going to be easy, and it's going to be very, very costly. And also at the same time, Again, I am aware that Damian Lillard is a thousand times better than R.J. Barrett, but can you blame me for wanting to see what Barrett can become? I've already seen a big jump in year two. He's, a, he, I mean, I, I find it hard to, to let go of him at this point. Uh, and I know, again, this is another point that we kind of talked about before. Is sometimes as fans we can kind of overvalue our, our players, but I don't think that's the case here, Chip. I just think it, it, it's the, the foundation that we have to give that all up. I think it, it weakens our team, even though we can add somebody like Damian Lillard. But I just, if the goal is to win championships, you bring in Damian Lillard, that's not getting us a championship. It's not. Unless if you can make other moves and add something to it, and maybe that could be done, but that's way too complicated for my, my thought process. I don't, I don't know how to make that work. You know, hopefully the guys, uh, in the front office, if there's something like this was done, they can make it work. But I don't, I don't see how. So for me, right now, I'm, I would say if if that offer was true, right? Like, let's say if that was on the table, I would pass. I would. I, I just. Yeah. I think it's giving up way too much just to add a superstar. And I don't. I I think the front office has been very smart and has done. Uh, an outstanding job since really taking over in a short time, you know, Leon Rose and, 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 you know, everybody that's evolved in this decision process, I think they have done things smartly and didn't just play the market and just make a deal just to make a deal. You know, I think they're waiting for the right thing. And I think that's what you can do. You have some young talent, you have some guys you can continue to develop. It might be a waiting game. And as you pointed out, Chip, we're probably not going to make a deal for Damian Lillard, right? But as you just said, he's not going to be the, the only star to say, I want out, that I'm done, that I'm moving on. There's going to be more. And I think it's it, – it, to me, what I would do is wait for the right deal. 
wait for the right time. Don't know right now if that time is there to go ahead and pull a trigger like this and make a move and bring a guy in because I think there's still more to do after that. And can we pull that off? You just don't want to wait too long like the Celtics did. And that's what makes it hard. That's what makes this this process really, really tricky. And it's kind of hard to, you know, I guess put pressure or criticize the front office to do something because I think it is a game. And you're gambling one way or another, but you gotta kind of have to do it at the right time and, and no. find the right thing. I, it's I only just, been one season. It's their exactly. first season in there. And it's I like you said, I like that they've been smart so far, but I want them to be aggressive in this offseason. I want them to get get go get someone who can help Julius. I mean, he was he really needed more help. Julius and RJ, who can help score the ball. Yeah, I'm not – I don't think Kawhi is leaving the Clippers regardless of how the Western Conference Finals turns out. And I hope he does. Yeah, I hope, I hope he does too. <laughs> I hope he does too, but I just – he's from there and we've literally never heard any smoke about Kawhi to New York. Oh, no, Ever. no. Ever. No. So I, I don't see that. And let, me, let me ask you this though. Let's say we don't make a move. Right, we don't we don't make that big trade splash. Do you think there's enough in this free agency that was strong at one point now looks to be completely weakened? Is there enough to put a team that's gonna compete and be in the mix for things with this free agent class that's remaining? You know, pieces that we can add to what we already have, maybe. I mean, the guy that's gonna be heavily rumored is obviously Chris Paul. I, I don't think he's going to leave, but uh, the guys they'll be tied to, Chris Paul, Kyle Lowry is a huge one. I think he's probably the most likely option. I think they should go. When I say aggressive, what I, what I was going to say was I think they need to go hard after Kyle Lowry. Yeah, I think that should be the number one target because I don't think Chris Paul will, will leave Phoenix, especially yeah. after the run they've made. And he needs to be the number one priority. I know they'll probably be linked to DeRozan too. I don't know how serious they'll be about that. But I think Kyle Lowry should be priority number one. I know they like Lonzo. That's who I was going to ask you about. How, yeah. how, much, how much do you think you know, they'll, they'll put into something like Alonzo Ball type you know, over these other veterans? Because I, the reason why I ask that is – I get what you're saying, and I, I mean, obviously, I would go after Kyle Lowry before I went after Alonzo Ball. Duh. But what makes me a little bit nervous is, are those guys going to be serious to even listen to the Knicks, or they're getting late in their career? Do they try to go on a team that's built right now to win a championship? They might take less, but can go to a place that could – could win and that sometimes happens right like we you have these guys that you feel can be realistic targets but they end up going to places that they have a better chance to win it all right now they only have so many tries left i know larry has a ring yeah and things like that but you know it's not like he's he's in desperate need of one he has one but that that's the thing it, it is even if the knicks go after him aggressively do you think it's a, a legitimate possibility? Because right now I have a little doubt that he probably looks to to move on to a, a contender where he can still 
compete for championships at this point in his career. Yeah, you could be right. Yeah, I think he, you could absolutely be right there. But uh, he is an East Coast guy, which is why I, I think it's possible. But there's also, you know, the the possibility that I don't know what the Sixers cap situation. That's is who like. I was thinking would be a good fit but, for him if they're moving on from Simmons. But uh, I'm sure they can make room. There's always ways to make cap room for players, and I know the Miami Heat will be linked to him too. And I'm sure like the Lakers, someone like that. So, uh, and I think I'm not positive, but I think, but I think the Lakers and Clippers will both have cap room. I don't know, but I'm sure the heat Philly and the Knicks. What about the seven? uh, What about the Celtics? Can they get into that now? He's not. Okay. Nobody wants to go to Boston. I just don't. I don't. I don't see it. I, I don't see it. I think he'll put. I think he'll put Philly, New York, and Miami all ahead of the Celtics. Okay, I think he would. Yeah, and um, and the reason why you know we're bringing this up here is because you know I know everybody's on this Damian Lillard thing, but I, I one I don't think it's going to happen, and two, it, it, I I think the price is too steep for us. Oh my so, God, he's not. Are you saying Dame to the Celtics? There's no way. No, 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 no. I'm just saying in general. I, you know, the reason why we're bringing these other guys in free agency up is because, quite frankly, that price for Damian Lillard to the Knicks would be too much. That's, I, I think, you know, at least from my perspective, and I think hearing what you're saying, you, you're kind of, we're on the same page here, where I, I don't think Lillard trade is going to happen. So, you know, can we move on from that, wait for the right time, and then see what we got in free agency? And, and, you know, if you bring in a Kyle Lowry and you don't, you know, another team gets a Damian Lillard, I still think we did pretty good. We didn't get rid of anybody. You know, we didn't trade away the, you know, the the foundation that we have, and we get in a, a guy that can still play. Well, Kelly Oubre, Kelly Oubre really wants to be a Nick because he's – pushing that Knicks agenda big time. Whoever, I guess it's Kelly Oubre's agent. He is pushing that Knicks agenda big time. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the, the I haven't. Daily News released another pro uh, Kelly Oubre report. Uh, the Knicks are interested in trading for a star. And if they do, a league source believes they're also interested in signing Warriors free agent Kelly Oubre Jr., and that's not the first Knicks Warriors Kelly Oubre Jr. report that I have seen. Yeah. Well, let me ask you, what do you think of Kelly Oubre? Don't want him at all. Don't want that's him. That's what. Okay, good. Wouldn't touch him with I wasn't tentative. impressed. I was not He's, impressed this year at all by him. He, I mean, he was dreadful. His passing stats, his assist stats, are horrifying to look at. Like he's just he he's the definition of a ball hog. I don't want him anywhere near my basketball team. At I wasn't all. impressed by him. I really, no. I'm glad you said that because I was going to say maybe, and you know more of the van statistics than I do. So usually, you know, if you got something for me, I'll kind of defer to it if you think it would help. Uh, but no, I wasn't impressed by what I saw either. I'd be a little skeptical about that, that right there. So it's uh, interesting no. you said that. Yeah. Golden State was desperate yeah. when they traded for him. Like, yeah. really desperate. So. And now they're obviously going to move on from him. So it's anybody who like gives him multi-year deal, big money, that would be absolutely insane to me. And I can't see it. 
And I, I can't – he's not a Tibbs guy at all either. So oh. it's – no, it makes no sense for the Knicks to sign him. It makes sense for his agent to act like the Knicks are interested in signing him. Right. But it makes no sense for the Knicks to sign him. And it's – I don't think this will be the last time we hear something that's kind of attached to the Knicks in general. Um, you know, but overall – I've been thinking about this all week, Chip, the, the Damian Lillard thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's, like you said, there's such a, like, God, it's Damian Lillard. Like, how awesome would that be to see him in the garden? You know, he's a big-time player. It would be outstanding. It would be awesome. But it's that price. And, and you know, it's funny because I think back, because I always compare it to the mellow, and there are some differences and there are some similarities right now. I, I, I get that. But back in the day, oh, I didn't care. I didn't care at all. Just get me mellow. I didn't care what the hell it took. Didn't give a crap. Anybody yeah, that was yeah. traded, didn't give a shit. Bye. I packed their bags for them. No, I loved mellow. Still love yeah. mellow. And I still do. Team. I still do. Yeah. That, and that, that's, you know, again, I want to point that out because I feel like mellow gets trashed. And, uh, you know, we, I guess we're a pro mellow podcast because we, we try to preach this all the time is that um, we, we shouldn't trash them. Um, but you know, I wanted him in the worst way. I didn't care. But after you see everything that kind of went, you know, went down through his years and not all was his fault, obviously, but it, it makes you skeptical to makes you a little bit nervous to kind of do it again. I, I just, I love Damian Lillard. Uh, you know, don't get me wrong. If at the end of the day, if they were to make the, a, a deal, like, I would be nervous about how much we gave up. But at the same time, it's Damian Lillard. It's just if you're asking me, if I'm the one that gets to decide to make the deal, I'm probably not making the deal. I'm probably not. I, I just, I mean, is it possible? Let me, let me bring this into the conversation. What if it didn't all come from the Knicks, right? What if some of the scenarios that I've seen talking about getting other teams involved, what if, what if the Knicks were able to get some other teams involved in this where it's not just all coming from the Knicks? Yeah, they still have to give up a few first-round picks. Yes, they have to give up uh, somebody, you know, that's, you know, whether if it's IQ or an R.J. Barrett, would, would you be more interested in then? Or is it you're just dead set if it's R.J. Barrett, I'm not even discussing it. Are we – is there a scenario where we keep R.J. Barrett? Is that what you're saying? I, I've seen some, and I don't want to – because I just – like, people keep throwing out the freaking Kevin Knox. Like, I, no, that's not – Kevin stop Knox. It. Stop it, stop it, stop it. What if, what if it was this? Uh, one that I've seen, I don't think it had R.J. Barrett. And I think what it was was uh, with OKC where – Portland would get Kimball Walker. Um, Gross. God. They would get Kimball Walker. They would get IQ and Mitchell Robertson and, like, uh, one or two of our first-round picks. I forgot who the hell – Why the OKC fuck would Portland get. do that? I, that? But that's what I'm saying. Like, then, I mean, that's the thing. It's like Portland's not going to do that. But then, yeah. But it won't happen. I, I just like like you said. I think it's it's one of those things where if the Knicks make this deal, RJ Barrett's included, right? You have to. 
Yeah. You have to if you're if you're them. You're not going to take anybody else that that from the roster that that does not include RJ Barrett. It's just not going to happen. It's I hate to keep going back to the James Harden thing, but you have to go back to the Harden thing. It's You like, have to. It's you think Brooklyn didn't I'm sure Brooklyn would have loved to have just traded Levert or Allen, but they had to give up both. They had right. to give up both of their top uh I guess young guy, whatever. Not that Levert was super young, but he was younger, young-ish prospect. And Allen, I'm sure they wanted to keep Allen. You don't think they would have loved to have Allen starting in the playoffs? Right. And they had to give up them both. It was James Harden. And the Knicks, if they were going to do that trade, just like if the Knicks, they were going to have to do the Dame trade, they would have to give up R.J. Barrett because he is their best young player and he's Damian Lillard. And that's the way it goes. And there's going to come some other team who is going to be willing to give up what the Knicks are not willing to give up. And that's the team that Lillard is going to end up going to. And maybe it's the Warriors and they say you can have Wiseman in the fourth pick and Wiggins. And I mean, I'd rather have RJ Barrett than any of those things. But of course, I think Portland would too. But hey, we'll see how it goes. I don't even think Lillard is going to get to get traded before the season made, but it looks, uh, the seeds have been planted by Damian Lillard and his, his camp. So who knows? It's going to be a fun season, man. It's, I mean, and all season, these things sorry. you don't, you, yeah. season. I think all these things you just never really actually know, but you know, it could be as you mentioned earlier. It could be that in the NFL with the Russell Wilson, like he he was he was gone, right? He was gone, and then you don't hear a word about it anymore after the fact. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers exactly. was Aaron Rodgers was being traded, as what everyone was said, and yeah. then he went on vacation with his fiance, and no one's heard since. What's going on? It's it's just it, all these things can kind of kind of change, and it's just so much unknown. And I do think more of this is is speculation than actual facts, even though sources claim that they, they have heard their, their discussions for this. If I'm not mistaken, I, I've seen – I think it was on Nick Film School today. Or it might have – I don't I, – I, I I've seen it on uh, one of the group posts on Facebook, and it was a tweet from Nick Film School saying that their sources – or through somebody that told them um, that – they are in discussion for or are willing to depart from Barrett to get somebody like Bradley Beal or a, a Damian Lillard. But again, I don't I just I don't know how true these things are. You know what I mean? It's just what makes these things so tricky to kind of figure out is what's true, what's just kind of a rumor to kind of spark conversation at this point. And then when I when I hear that, it's I get it. Like somebody like a, in, in this case, Damian Lillard, yes, is a thousand times better than than R.J. Barrett. But long term, you know, it's everything else that you're giving up. You know, it, it's it's that's where it gets a little unbalanced. And I just, I just don't think I could do it. I rather look and, and try to play free agency. You know, try to bring in. Uh, you know, Chris Paul, as you mentioned, I don't think is leaving Phoenix either. And by the way, I think older players, and obviously Chris Paul's getting up there himself, but 
all these players for years have talked about how great like the uh the, the trainers are in phoenix like they take years off of your career apparently they're gurus like i've been hearing that for years um you know so i i i don't think chris paul will look to leave especially when they got something cooking right now i mean i think they're going to be in the finals i, I know Seems they're weirdly happy as happy as chris paul can be yeah yeah i just i don't i don't see him going so i think kyle lowry would be the big name guy to try to bring in and that's what i rather gamble on is just try to bring somebody like that in free agency and guess what if you don't get it okay then do what you've been doing bring in guys one-year deals you know they work out you have a good season if not they're off the books and you keep trying there's worse things that could happen than that that, yeah bringing good players like burks and bullock on one-year deals and hopefully re-sign bullock to a multi-year deal but bringing more like one-year mercenaries like Burks and Morris before him who hopefully do a good job. Right. But, yeah. And I, it, it may not be the, uh, you know, it may not be the most exciting thing because sometimes those one year deals don't work out and, and you have a rough year. Yeah. Wayne Ellington. Uh, right. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it, it could absolutely happen, but if it does, they're off the books and you just keep trying, you keep developing, you keep trying. That's that's what I would do. I, I wouldn't go all in and put all my chips in uh, at this point, even uh, even if it is Damian Lillard, and as great as he is, and if I can have him for free, I would obviously. But <laughs> that's he's not coming free. Uh, you know that that's that's not happening. You're not getting the discount to get him either. Uh, it doesn't matter how mad he is and how. That's another thing. I think people like see that a star is like disgruntled, and they go, "Oh man, they're just they're just going to get rid of this guy now, so he doesn't call." No, it don't work that way. It, it, it doesn't. They, they will trade them, but they're still going to get something out of them. You know, the you're not going to get a steal. Yeah, the only way guys like Dame and Zion we were talking about before get traded is if they go to the owner or the GM or whomever and say, trade me. That's right. the only way guys get traded. So you need to wait for that to happen, which I think we're a long way away from that happening with Dame Lillard. Exactly. And I and – I, you know, they have all these things. Will this happen before next season? I'm kind of with you. I don't think it does. I, I think at some point, you know, they kind of look at where he, – he might want to see what they have, kind of get a feel for it next season. And if it's just not working, then go back up there and say, trade me now. And it could be something that happens in, in the season. Um, but other than that, Chip, that's – you know, as we have our last, uh, last take segment here, I, to me – I, I, my plan would be my plan. I know people are probably like, no, we got to do more of that. We, we got to be way more aggressive than I'm being. But, you know, I'm not saying that that's not being aggressive. You aggressively go after guys in free agency. And if you don't get them, you don't get them. Then you play it smart. That, that, that's, that's what I would do. Why, why just do something to do it and still have more work that you have to figure out that you might not be able to figure out? And then you gave away everything for – couple of years of excitement but you're still gonna fall short you know mm-hmm. I, I don't i don't i don't get it i i just want to do it that's that's where i'm at chip so you know final final thoughts that you have on this uh before we wrap it up my final thoughts are i don't believe nb any nba report about the knicks unless it comes from Woj, shams or ian begley 
Okay. So yeah, that, that's my uh, final thoughts. Yeah. After reading that daily Knicks thing that said the Knicks are willing to trade RJ Barrett. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Daily Knicks thing. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. not daily Knicks, daily news. Yeah. Whatever. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. I, right from the start. I don't know how true it is, you know, but no, I'm, I'm right there with you. And, you know, again, I would love to have Damian Lillard. I, it's not that I don't recognize that he's better than the guys that we have. It's just it might have to be so much, and it, that's where it might not be worth it when you can do it in other ways. So I would say, yes, you want to be aggressive, like you pointed out, Chip, but I also think that you have to be smart and, and not just do something to do it. And, and I think the front office is uh, doing that so far. They are being aggressive. They are looking for things. They are putting their, you know, throwing out there. I, I believe that they are probably on the phone making calls, trying to figure out things, talking to agents, trying to figure out something. But it's about the right time. And like you said, yes, that time could pass if you, if you don't aggressively pull the trigger. But it's just you got to be smart. You got to be smart when to do it. Uh, but that's all I have. Um, I just want to say I'm watching the Yankee game as well right now. Otani pitched for the Angels. He, he's pitching, and he's in the lineup, right? So he just got pulled. He didn't even make it out of the first inning. He threw 41 pitches. How does that work the rest of the game for them? Now, do they have to have their pitcher bat lead off? Like, you can't you, – you don't have your DH. That is such a major backfire. Like, you put your pitcher in – we're, you know, not going with the DH, which is the first time I've seen a stat on there that the Yankees played a team that forfeited their DH to start a game. And now they have to go with a, a, a bullpen, uh, you know, for the rest of the rest of the time. And the pitcher has to hit in that spot. So they're going to go through their whole bench in this game. It kind of worked out nice. I liked it. I liked that it failed on them. Made me smile. Well, we it probably doesn't nothing. have that happen too often. No, Frank it doesn't. <laughs> Oh, no, no, he's, he's been outstanding on the mound, uh, but only got through two-thirds today and uh, did it not, he couldn't throw strikes. I mean, he had four walks, a couple of hits in there. We were down 2 nothing with him coming onto the mound, and then uh, we just opened the floodgate. Well, Mayo just got a big hit, uh, and we're going to bring in a couple of runs here. Um, I still hate Aaron Boone with a burning passion, but, you know. Fire, fire Boone and Cashman. Those you are my, ain't those yeah, are my final stop. thoughts on the Yankees. I, I, I got to stop saying fire Boone and not include Cashman into that. Like, that, that is so true. I got I to gotta make a conscious effort to throw in Cashman. Too many people are just saying fire Aaron Boone and not yeah, saying Cashman. That's, I, I, did, I, did, I did tweet something about fire Boone and then Cashman can go with them, but I usually leave it at fire Boone. But that's true. You got to throw in Cashman there because he's the idiot that hired him and has done some of this other stuff, even though he's had success in the past. But that's a way uh, different podcast, different, different podcast. I just want to throw it in there. Yeah, I just found that a, We could do a Yankees, a Yankees themed podcast all about why Brian Cashman should be fired. I have no problem with that. I'm down. I'm down. Hey, we can get like an all star break <laughs> special Nick State of Mind edition of me yelling at the. Uh, I, I'm, I, the Met fans are probably loving it because you know the Mets are playing pretty well and, and Mets the are Yankees well. are sucking, you know. So, uh, but yeah, I just I just looked at that at the beginning of the game and I was thinking to myself, what if it backfires and he doesn't pitch well? Then they're kind of screwed, and it, it's exactly what happened. So it worked out for us. That's that's one thing that's nice uh, that 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 kind of worked out the way it did. And Lemayu then cleared the bases with a double, bring me some uh, much needed fantasy points. I like it. 
And we'll wrap it up right here with the next State of Mind podcast, though. But thanks for listening.